Hey everybody, welcome back to the Kyle Beats Podcast. Wow, it feels pretty good to say that right now. It's been about two months and uh, a lot has gone on in the past couple months. Why have I <laughs> not posted? I've been in kind of like this transition phase where I want to like redo this podcast and kind of like launch a season two version of this. We had a very successful couple years of the podcast, thousands and thousands of views, downloads, whatever you want to call it. And we've had a lot of amazing guests, multi-platinum producers, artists, YouTubers, like just like a, a plethora of guests in the music industry and not in the music industry. It's gone very well. And I don't know, I've really wanted to just like, I kind of feel like the podcast was just like, let's just find a good guest. Let's let's interview them. Let's get it out. I kind of really want to just like, I really want to kick off season two of Kyle Beats and move forward from there, move forward with the Kyle Beats podcast. I kind of did that similar. I kind of did a similar approach with my YouTube channel. Like I really just analyzed it. What am I doing? What do I need to take out? What do I need to add in? What do I need to do for this YouTube channel right now? And it's just had a lot more success. I'm a lot more happy creatively with it. And I want to do that with the podcast. Um, it's not that I'm not, the podcast is amazing. I love this podcast. I'm going to try to keep this whole intro short, but I love this podcast. It's amazing. But I really wanted to, I really didn't, wasn't able to nail the video version like I was hoping to. And I really wanted like a guest, like a co-host and like, there's certain things that I wanted that I just wasn't getting, but the audio I felt like was on, felt like was on point. I, I want to relaunch this to make this the most amazing thing ever. I've been really studying the podcast game and I want to be competing with like, you know, top podcasts. I want, I want hundreds of thousands of views and all this shit. So in order to do that, I really needed to like plan out how I'm going to do the second approach. Anyways, God damn, I hope that wasn't too long. Right now I have moved to California for those of you who don't know. I finally moved. I did it during coronavirus. It was actually super simple and easy to move. And um, now I'm here in California in this beautiful house with a bunch of bedrooms. And I'm in my beautiful studio right now that I'm working on finishing. Season two of Kyle Beats podcast is coming really soon. We're going to make it amazing and it's going to be phenomenal with amazing guests and tons of shows, tons of episodes and video. It's going to be amazing. Anyways, but I do want to give you this. I was on Producer Grind's uh, morning show with Dylan of Producer Grind. He invited me on the morning show. This is a call he did to me. It was live via um, Zoom, Zoom call. It's just a it's just a really good rundown of my kind of whole story. Plus a lot, he asked a lot of good questions just about my life. And it's just a really good interview of me. Um, and I think it's just an appropriate way to kind of kick off this next season. I hope you enjoyed this. I hope you guys are excited for season two of the podcast. I'm sorry um, I left people on the audio side and just people who listen to podcasts hanging for like a couple months, but sometimes you just have to do these things. Sometimes you just have to tear it down and rethink it and redo it to make it bigger and better instead of just forcing out episodes that you're like just like kind of getting out just for content but not letting it time to like settle down and reboost and uh, sometimes you just have to do that um, I took a like a like a break for like three weeks from my YouTube channel and then came back bigger and better than ever let's listen to this interview I did with producer grind on a zoom call right now Kyle what's going on man Are we in Yes, sir. We are here, man. <laughs> hey, welcome, welcome to the Zoom gang. Welcome to the early game. Welcome to the morning show. Um, 
but yeah, man, we got some dope questions, dope questions for you, man. First of all, I was telling the guys, man, I really love the interview you did with uh, with Curtis. Um, yeah, I always, you know, go back and watch, you know, the interviews and stuff while I'm, while I'm doing my research to get ideas for questions and stuff. And so many things, man, that I related to just in your come up story, man. And I definitely want, you know, all the people that are here that maybe haven't seen that episode. You know, I definitely want them to get the the, the whole story and stuff, man. Um, just super inspiring. But I guess let's start it off, man. I, I want to talk about, you know, your, uh, you know, because you said you were early hustling websites selling sneakers from china going all through the whole story baby yeah yeah we'll go through the whole story but first of all man i know was it was your first love soccer were you trying to be like a professional soccer player or? um i mean when i was in like when i was 16 yeah but like quickly in high school i figured out that like that was sorry i'm just trying to like set this shit up no, you're quickly good. in high school i figured out like that that was just not what i wanted to do i just felt like whenever it was Whenever it was something that was like someone else kind of had the final say or someone else was in control, like when I didn't make that one team or whatever and I knew I should have, I was like, fuck, dude. Like it was literally like so it was before I got to college, like even while I was like going to these camps and shit, like trying to like get into college and get a scholarship or whatever. I just knew like I'm not trying to go pro. Like I just want to get into college and just that was it. That was my only goal. Just, I, I just knew. And it's just like, even if you make like the MLS playing soccer, you don't really make that much money, especially at the time I was coming up. And it was, it was like, dude, I'm not going to make, I'm, there's no shot of making it any further than that. It's like, it's like less than 1% because there's so many good people around the world, like playing in Brazil when they're four years old in the streets. Like, how am I going to, I can't, I can't even play pickup soccer Damn. where I grew <laughs> up because nobody plays it. Like, what the fuck? So that dream quickly died, but I don't know. I, yeah, I was just in that whole, like I traveled the whole U S I, I was doing like the Disney showcases and stuff. Um, which is like, that's like the biggest showcase when you're in high school and stuff. Um, were you at least, were you like the best in your high school? Would you say? Or? Yeah. I mean, I played division one and division two. Um, so I played at a pretty high level. I was like a, I was like a conference all-star and stuff. Um, but that was just the whole like life and i don't know like it, when you're when you're in that whole like student athlete zone you don't really think about anything else and the whole time i was always trying stuff but it always it, it would always just get interrupted cuz you didn't really have to worry about it cuz everyone was so worried about playing sports and that was it i don't know gotcha. it's just like a weird like and, and it's a weird thing too like i feel like i haven't spoke too much about this but i'm definitely passionate about it just just when people kind of lose that student athlete like status, I'm gonna make you full screen. When they lose that student athlete thing, there's a, this is weird gap after college where, I mean, 90% of student athletes aren't gonna play professionally. You know what I mean? Mm. Especially the ones that are just like super high level. You know what I mean? Like I wasn't that high of a level. Like the dudes playing freaking like football in Michigan or something. Like 90% of those dudes aren't gonna go pro. So it's like their whole life's purpose until that point, their entire life was this one fucking thing. You know what I mean? Just keep getting to the next level. Then all of a sudden, like when the door shuts, it's just like over. That's it's it. Over. Like, see, like last game, see you later. Like now you're in college. You don't even know why the fuck you're in college. Like, you mm. know what I mean? Like I was there to play soccer. So it was just like, I don't know. It's like important to have a plan. It's super important to have a plan B if sports are your, your, your dream. 
and I had so many other interests and I was making beats and I was doing all this other shit, but, and it was still just like a, a three or four year like thing where it was just like, what the fuck am I doing? So what was your college degree and did you finish? It was in business. Okay. Um, it was actually, I think, it, I think the degree I got was marketing. I, I was doing marketing entrepreneurship just cause I heard it was, I heard it was good. I don't know. Like I just wanted to do something that was like sort of effective, like while I was there, you know what okay. I mean? Um, and that, oh no go ahead go ahead that was it that was oh no i was gonna say so i mean I, this is a, i want to get some gems out of for this because i i talked to a lot of guys that you know they're like yeah man i want to be an entrepreneur i want to go you know do business and marketing from the stuff you learned there and now you're you're an active no, marketer absolutely not absolutely nothing zero percent zero percent zero percent i mean the only thing <laughs> that the only things that i did learn that were like um that weren't a complete loss were like I took like a business finance class or whatever. Um, I don't even know. It's just like a finance class. And then I also took like two accounting classes. So I guess one of them I cheated, but I took, I took two accounting classes, but one of them I actually had to like do the work. So I learned like the basic um, financial accounting or whatever, but like, that was it. Like just those classes that are just like super like numbers and you just have to do the things. Um, and it was probably my hardest classes and I got the best grades in them just because I was actually like, oh, I'm going to actually, this will, this will be somewhat used, but like any, like it's the whole, that whole system's off. Just fucked. <laughs> that whole yeah. shit is just bananas. It's like, you're better off just taking an accounting course on online or some shit like that. Or, yeah. Um, yeah. And no one, I don't think anyone really wants to be an accountant. My accountant's miserable. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. Do, do you do your, do you do your own bookkeeping too and stuff like that? Like currently for your current business? No. Okay, yeah. I have an accountant that just does all that. Yeah, man, it's so worth it, man. For any guys that start to find some success, bro, like don't wait till like April after you've had a good year and now you got to figure out like, bro, what the fuck did I spend on expenses and what did I spend? Like, and I, like, man, I tried to do the whole QuickBooks thing and that shit is just, man, it's too much. Yeah, bro. don't do that. Um, yeah. It's not even that much money. It's like if you're, if you're like, if you start making money or whatever, selling beats or whatever, um, it's like 200 bucks or something to do the whole tax return. Yeah, it's not bad. You Definitely. just have to make sure you're saving money. I feel like there's so much shit to talk about. The, uh, I was just like, I was looking through the chat right before I joined too. And people were talking about uh, selling beats. Oh, yeah. Like that too. Um, no, yeah, we'll definitely get to that. We're going to bring him in for Q&A too. Yeah, because I, I said, someone said, uh, I said the Gami that like, I don't sell beats anymore because it's not worth it. But like, I think people coming up have to understand that. <laughs> Once you gain an audience and you and you start coming up and you start getting an audience of producers or of whatever, like, why am I going to start? Because you sell beats to make, like, let's call it what it is. You sell beats to, to make money. Like, that's yeah. why people sell beats coming up. You know what I mean? Like, $30 beat leases that, like, if you have an audience or you, or you have, if you had the opportunity, you would do something better with those beats. You can make a lot more money. You could make a lot more brand you wouldn't just be send, sending out all these beats to all these random people and like like you do it to make money coming up and i feel like that's the best way to do it like just without any brand or anything like that yeah and i heard you talk about like earlier you were selling beats like through through instagram and stuff like maybe not the traditional methods but you had said like yo if i would have stopped for a week my income would have completely stopped and that yeah, would that, pretty much <laughs> that definitely re resonated with me but uh, but yeah, man. I mean, let's we'll, we'll we'll segue into that. But so, what came first? Was it making beats or was it the hustler stuff? Like, what came first? 
Um, I think if you can't tell, the the video editing actually came before anything. Mm. I was when I was like 2008, probably. I was like 16 at the time. 27 now. Um, was I 16? I don't know. But I was. How did I get into it? Oh yeah, I was watching YouTube. YouTube is like two years old at the time. So people are just putting all these sorts of different, there's no copyright anything. So like they're just uploading like NBA remixes with the most popular song and it's just, yeah. just up there. And I saw some like NBA video. I actually still have it on like one of my other Gmail accounts. There was this NBA video and I just hated this. It was like some rock song or something. It just like did not fit the video at all. And I had LimeWire pulled up in the background, shot to LimeWire. <laughs> and I was just playing like um, a better song, a song that I liked better over it. And what I kept doing is just muting the YouTube video. And I now I can see you better. I was muting the YouTube video and just playing my song at the same time. So I'd play this one and then I'd look down and play this. And like, I probably did that. Like I'm someone who gets obsessed over things like that. I probably did that like 150 times over mm. and over. And each time, because your timing's a little bit off, you know, you're not actually editing it. So each time things would hit at different points, you know what I mean? And like this, like Dwayne Way would go up and dunk it and then the, the drop would come and it was just like the mm. craziest shit ever. <laughs> and I was like, I want to like, I want to like make this somehow. And then I found out about like Windows Movie Maker. Um, and then that just put me down a rabbit hole of just like video editing and just making diff different sports remixes like i was just making soccer montages of cristiano ronaldo and just all that shit for the next like couple of years was um, it for fun or were you trying to like monetize i mean i had i had like the whole i had that in my head like i i always thought about the idea of like i was the kid watching those youtube videos of people pulling out their adsense checks back in like 2008 yeah, and you had to apply for the partnership program but it had to be like original content and i was obsessed with like the banner ads on websites and getting views to websites and just i just knew all about that stuff i just knew that i just i don't know i don't know why it just got drilled into me but i just didn't want a job like i just can't i just couldn't work a job and i just knew that from the start i think but um yeah i don't know so you're editing these videos and uh you're you're hustling online you know trying to so you, I'm, i assume you're trying to like make like blogs for adsense money and stuff like that when you talk about websites or yeah so i'm trying to think of the whole story i was just editing videos i i filmed some stuff of me juggling soccer soccer balls and just editing those it took me like four it took me it would take me like a year just to figure out how to put a video from a camera onto a computer Damn. like back then it was just like there wasn't as much information out there. So you take up any information. You could. And the thing I figured out how to do was download YouTube videos, put them into editing so softwares and just, I don't know. I just liked doing it. I was just super creative. Like when I played, even when I played like video games and stuff, like I play the Sims and just build a house and just make it perfect. And like, I can't wait to finish this house so I can, so I can like play the game. And I play the game for 14 seconds and just quit and just go build another house yeah i, I can relate to that it's like you yeah. have more fun in the, the setup i feel you bro I definitely so that's how you. that's how i kind of do everything from there it kind of led me to sony vegas um and like this is back when like pirating shit just wasn't it was just, it like wasn't even 
frowned upon like you didn't even know you were doing something wrong like uh, <laughs> like it was just a thing that everyone did and you could just download like portable versions of it wasn't even pirating actually it was just like you could keep downloading the trial and then reset the timer on your computer and just mm -hmm. download the trial again of sony vegas um and that was like a lot harder that's when i really like started to realize that i was into like computer stuff like computer software um because that one was like harder to learn you're learning keyframes and all this stuff and um and i don't know like everything was always just messing around my i just didn't think anything of it like and then i went to college um trying to sell shoes from china that's kind of where it <laughs> where it started buying shoes from china trying to i sell offer it. some shit yeah and then, <laughs> we'll just brush we'll, we'll, we'll brush over that we won't go into <laughs> too much detail <laughs> and then from there just like i don't know i was always just I, I was just like a dreamer dude like i'm not i feel like i'm not that hard of a worker i was just i'm just always the person that's that's why i have success is just because i never just stopped like dreaming like if something goes horribly wrong today tomorrow i'm gonna wake up and and just be like oh dude imagine if we could that's like my word that my friends would just say i always say is like imagine mm. imagine if we could do this just because like I, I i literally just think like imagine if that fucking happened like how sick that would be yeah and so that i feel like that's what's just kept me coming back to different things and then so we'll fast forward to like in my junior year of college my whole apartment got robbed and then yeah, i heard you say that yeah <laughs> yeah um i had a macbook i was trying to download logic i didn't even know what logic was i just knew it was a thing because i was using GarageBand and just going to like computer labs and stuff like my, my i went to umass lowell they have a pretty good like music program there that i wasn't in but like i was going there and just messing with stuff there and then my apartment got robbed and then my mom actually bought me like a $200 computer just for like schoolwork. And that's when I figured out how to get FL, the FL Studio demo. Just made a ton of beats on there. And then three years later. But real quick, when, when that happened, when I see, when I heard you talk about that in Curtis' interview, I'm like, yo, that was almost like some like meant to be shit. Because you said you couldn't dude, get FL was, on Mac. At, at the time, dude, that was the fucking worst day of all time. Like, like. I couldn't just get another MacBook. Like that MacBook right. was like my family's fucking gift to God. <laughs> I got a fucking MacBook for school and then we got robbed. And like, I was just like, when you're that, like, you don't really, I don't know. You, I was just like fucking blaming my roommate for like leaving the door open and just like pissed. You know what I mean? I was so fucking pissed. Yeah. And then it was literally right when I got the FL studio demo or whatever in my bedroom that I stopped being mad about it because <laughs> I, because I was like, this is what I've been trying to do for years now. Like I finally have a software. It was like going from windows movie maker to Sony Vegas. It was like, this is the software that people are making shit on. Right. And then I made a bunch of trash beats, which I still have. And like literally like set up, convinced my roommate, <laughs> the same one that got left the door open to, live in the living room and we turned his room into a studio and found some old furniture and like it, it honestly looked like it was the same size as this studio i'm in now and like it was some old trash furniture but like we just made it look really good i feel like i've always just been good at making things look better than they are in like my studio space in my bedroom and all that stuff just because that's where i spent a lot of time and then i was just making beats for fun for years just like like everyone from 
Boston, like right outside of Boston where I'm from, like nobody's doing music. And if they're doing music, they're not doing it the right way at all. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? They're, I don't know. Their hobby is pretty much. Or... Yeah. They're just like trying to get signed or something. And they're like a singer, like right from the start. Like it, they just don't know the whole kind of how it works. Yeah. Um, so I just didn't think it was possible. So I was just making it for fun, showing my friends. And um, that's why I feel for people too, that when, when they send me beats, like that's like the most request requested thing I've had in the history since I started this is just like, people just want me to listen to their beats and just tell me what they think. 100%. And like, I can understand it because nobody gave a fuck about my beats and there wasn't like this producer niche where you could like submit to contests or, I mean, maybe there was, but, but it wasn't as big as it is now. So like if someone came in my room and told me, yo, that was dope. Like that kept me going for another year. Mm. <laughs> like that was so huge for me. People don't even realize it. Um, so was doing that for fun. And then near the end, around that same time, actually, I started like this website with my friend um, who I was like always trying shit with, like the shoe thing and everything. And then... Was he also the Yurume or was it a different guy? No, he's my friend from like back home from Braintree. Okay. And um, we started this website. It was like this college website. And it was starting to get some traction on like Facebook. This is when Facebook was like how Instagram is now, like 2000, whatever. 13 2012 um and like twitter was just starting to like become big in the college scene so this website was starting to, or no not even a website we just had a facebook page it was like college crushes or whatever there was this website called like a little that ashton kutcher invested in and for some reason the website just disappeared and then people started making these like college crushes pages so my friend made one for his school and it got like 70 likes in like two hours but it was at the, like the page got like 70 follows or whatever in two yeah, hours. Yeah. And at the time that was like insane. So we started just putting in work on that. Um, and then after like a few weeks, we had like thousands of followers and we were like, I knew how to make websites. Like I've, I was messing around when I was growing up just on like notepad plus plus, oh, just, like, just like learning code or whatever, just from like a YouTube video, you know, just, just like making little landing pages with just yeah. one picture and words on it <laughs> and then so i was like dude we should make this a website and then put the fucking google ads thing on it put the banners on it and we'll make money and then one night we just stayed up the entire night like over like spring break or something we just stayed up for like two nights straight just making this website and then we launched it on monday <laughs> and it was the, it was the worst fucking launch ever the first wow. it was like the first comment was like okay this is over that was fun but now it's over type of thing <laughs> just like the most disappointing just thing shit ever. on your dreams like yeah um so then i think it was then then maybe it was it was like a different break and then over winter break then we had some time to like make it right so we like really worked on the website and made it right and then like relaunched it and at the same time we were relaunching it like right before we kind of had everything set we met this we wanted to make an app. Apps were becoming big at the time. Like this is when everyone was starting to get iPhones. Like I just got an iPhone. Instagram was blowing up. Twitter was blowing up even more. So we're like, dude, like no one's using websites in an app. We met this kid who we thought made apps. He ended up just being like an entrepreneur who, you know, had the resources to do all that stuff. Hmm. 
an investment. We got an investment for like a hundred thousand dollars, and we were like, "All right, what the fuck? Shit, we're two we're two college athletes. We're like, we're done playing. What the fuck are we gonna do now? Like, we kind of knew there was like, you know, this is this is this was like my early version of a record deal without having to like actually, you know, because I wasn't even doing music, <laughs> so it was like there was no risk. It was like we knew that they were taking like a large percentage. We were hiring on a CEO. Like we had like 30% or something left, but we were like, what else are we going to fucking do? Yeah. We're not going to yeah. do anything else. You know what Fuck I'm saying? It, right? We're going to go and play basketball. We're going to play fucking battlefield or whatever. And like try different things, but like nothing has even worked yet. So, um, and that just led to the next thing that led to us going out to Ohio randomly that's where the investors were and just meeting all these like rich people like with hundreds of millions of dollars and just kind of um i don't know it was just super fucking exciting we ended up going like this college tour blowing through all the money nothing got updated on the app <laughs> and we it was something you realize like okay something like that is like a that's like a five to ten year thing you can't you can't blow something like that up and in like nine months you know what i mean mm. so that kind of just fizzled out after that ended i tried to like make a couple more apps i made like two games um for like these dudes in in china just on upwork that freelance website <laughs> yeah oh you were actually doing the, the coding for them on upwork. no no like we were paying them like, oh okay yeah, yeah yeah i get it like cheap as fuck just like a little bit of money um whatever whatever and then through that through that app i actually met a kid named cam meekins who this is like the whole story i met this kid cam meekins because we partnered with him to do this college tour and then also like in the meantime I, I was doing video stuff like i was filming my own videos now so when i got back home from the the app thing we ended up making like a little bit of money we made like 10 grand or something just um from like selling a percentage of what we what we had yeah because we were like fuck it like, like we have no money we're broke like oh like you sold the rest of the 30 percent, basically no no no. we we like in the middle like when it was still like uh bubbling when everything okay, was still yeah, exciting yeah. we sold like like two percent of what we owned and made like 10 grand or something because oh, it shit. was like super which is like nothing to someone with hundreds of millions of dollars you know right right for for potentially you know this is like this is like this is the next instagram this is like when everyone was doing that shit yeah. like we were looking around there, like there's a lot of them now but like that was like fucking everything back then you know what i mean like that was like the whole fucking era of snapchat wasn't even like really that popular yet and just like whatever yeah, yeah. But, you guys are watching the, the mark zuckerberg facebook movie and you're like yeah, yeah exactly that's essentially a- like what we <laughs> got pulled into and then, so the next summer, things were fizzling. I was finishing like my school online just because I didn't finish yet because of soccer. I took like the minimal amount of classes. And then that next summer, um, this kid Cam was going on tour with Huey Mack and Futuristic. And I hit him up. I was like, yo, if you need a videographer, like I can do videos for you. I just bought this. I bought like the Canon 6D Mark II, which was the same camera I used to start this channel, ironically enough. But um, it was like $2,000. I was like, yo, fucking whatever. And then the first, so he's like, yeah, that sounds, that sounds sick. Like, let's do it. 
first day of tour, he goes, yo, we don't have a DJ. Can you DJ? <laughs> and so I just, I was like, all right, let's like, let's do it. Fuck it. And then I started DJing. I DJed that whole tour. Scariest thing I've ever done in my life. You were, you were making beats already at this point though, right? Yeah. Okay. I was making beats and like showing them to him and like, they were not like, they were good, but they were just like, you know, like the instrumental 4,000 fucking layers, just like beats. Yeah. Like you would just listen to them. You wouldn't, you couldn't make songs to them. So, yeah. Um, and I, man, I noticed, man, real quick, I just want to highlight, like, said this so many times, man, like the power of a producer having like camera skill set. Like, I I've heard said you that say, so like, much, dude. Get you through indoors, get you like, you know what I mean? Even if it's like, yo, your passion isn't to become like a filmer or videographer or whatever, it's like, a, it's, it could be a money generator. You can film videos for, you can go knock on businesses and be like, I can film you a promo commercial for IG. Yeah. And beyond that, like like you said, it can get you indoors and all kinds of stuff. So I just wanted to make sure we highlighted that. Yeah, that's huge. I mean, I said that to every, I mean, I was looking for someone. It's almost like that's what I fucking need right now. <laughs> like like mm. everyone, everybody, everybody needs that, dude. And it's just like, if you can be, especially someone like me or someone like you guys, it's almost that that's who I was, dude. That's like during this time of going on the tours. And that's why I was able to like, if, if like Cam was beaten up with uh, Whit Lowry or whatever, whoever, like whatever opportunity there was, it's like, oh, I can do videos. Oh, you need photos. I can do photos. Oh, you fucking need your haircut. I cut people's hair. And then during that time, we have a nice conversation. You know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. I could literally, that was like, the, like, I, Whit Lowry called me like the tour package or something like that. Because I, mm. I, like I one stop like, shot. I was just doing everything, and I was I was DJing. I was doing the fucking lights. I was setting up like fucking all that shit. Like anything creative, I was doing it. Like doing logos. I did the banner. I did everything. Um, just from, you like, literally having, like you were like value on legs. Yeah, and it was just from trying shit for so many years and nothing working. You know what I mean? Because like it's it's crazy. Like telling the story now and then actually like going through it you know what i mean because it's like oh yeah then and then a year later i was on this fucking tour but so much fucking shit happened in that time where every single day i was just like on this website like yo look at this shit like oh adobe illustrator like this that and the other like there's so much other shit in there where every single day you're just like fucking trying some new shit but anyways oh, yeah. so i was on that tour that was like insane to me like that was like um i don't know i've always just wanted to do that and just learning how to fucking use like a mic and just be on stage is like terrifying. Um, and I, th and then from there, like Cam knew a lot of people. So like we were able to do stuff like right when we got back from that tour, that was like 500 people shows at the most. Sometimes there was fucking eight people there and it was trash and it was the worst fucking thing for me. Cause I wasn't used to that shit. Like getting up in front of eight people is not like the fucking easiest thing to do. Right, right, right. But and then from there we got home and did like a huge show with this dude Sammy Adams. Um, he did like a show of like two thousand people in Portland, Maine, and that was like fucking that was the biggest show ever. Like I went out there and like two thousand people are fucking screaming and I'm just playing lit, lit ass music and everyone's going crazy, and that's kind of when I really got like the. Like, I really kind of just got used to being on a stage in front of people. Mm. And then, I don't know, we just did so much cool shit. Like, we were at an after party in Toronto with, like, Mike Studd and Post Malone. We were, like, 
hanging out with G-Eazy in his fucking hotel room, like after these shows and everything like that. Um, and this was like right when G-Eazy was popping off, like Cam knew him from before, from like that fucking frat rap scene. And like, this is right when he's about to blow up. So we were just seeing it all fucking happen. Um, and then, I don't know, it was just like from from the experience of doing that stuff with like celebrities or whatever just like doing that stuff where you're just like you're backstage you're fucking lit you know what i mean and then and then doing like the app stuff where you're having meetings with people like that have hundreds of millions of dollars or whatever mm. you know like i don't know how much money they have but like they're investing oh yeah sure i'll throw fifty thousand dollars on that like they they have like their investors their cat whatever yeah but just from those two experiences um I think it just gave me a lot of experience and just it just made me realize that dude nobody has this figured out like all these celebrities that are looked at as fucking gods are just normal ass people and these and these fucking people who are looked at as these rich successful people like don't know anything like <laughs> they don't know anything about what's going on right now you know what i mean like they didn't they're just swinging basically. yeah they don't have instagram downloaded they don't you know what i'm saying they don't know what's going on right now and then it just it just made me figure out that like nobody fucking has it figured out. That was like a big thing for me moving forward. That just gave me the confidence to do. And whatever. it's like the, the the knowledge that you got from that tour, like for the fact that you you know you had the skill set to be there. You were ready to you know okay, I can be your cameraman. I can be your DJ. I can set up all this shit. It's getting you in rooms. You're, you're picking up knowledge, and not necessarily like oh now you're cool with G Easy or you you got all these relationships. It's like no, nah, but he you wouldn't you, know who the fuck I was if I saw him. I'd have to like really fucking jog his memory. <laughs> <laughs> remember, man, five years ago, but, he probably uh, wouldn't even like people like that meet so many people. Like yeah, yeah, but uh, but 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 you, you're getting firsthand experience on how things work. Like you're able to make those connections yeah, and stuff. Like exactly. you were just saying, I was able to just like without because I didn't even I didn't have a brand. I didn't have anything. I was trying to like promote or anything i was just kind of there just like experiencing it um and i think that was just like important for my journey and then from there i was doing music videos i was doing all this other shit just trying to make money um for years and just every now and then we'd go on like a tour um and the tours were getting better and better just like more people and then i ended up moving to florida with the kid i started the app with because i was just like i need to get the fuck out of my house i'm done with college like i just need to get out of here and then that was like that was like the pivotal moment when i moved to florida i had my student loans are starting to kick in i had rent now which i never mm. had before because i was just like sleeping on futons or sleeping at my parents house and then this is like we're telling the whole story right now <laughs> <laughs> no nah, that's what we need we need to come so we like man the come up story we could be here for a few hours and then but during during this time period were you do you did you have were you all over the place like man i might want to be a producer i might want to do this videography shit full time i might still want to do an app like were you kind of just pulled all over the place mentally? so so yeah pretty much i was i was just trying to do anything and like it's hard to i feel it's that. hard to commit to something too when you don't know what the fuck like now you could type in on youtube how I made a hundred thousand dollars a year selling or, or making logos for companies and someone will have an exact fucking thing they did. And you, you can at least see that it's possible. You know what I mean? Like you can see that all oh, those successful producers, the successful videographers, but you don't really know in details of what's going on now. So like 
it, I needed like, well, all right, we'll keep going on the story. We'll see what happens. Um, so I moved to Florida. I was like, fuck it. I just need to get out of here. Florida's beautiful. The rent is like ridiculous. Like the rent was like $375 a month or something like that in some like random ass, like three bedroom apartment. Um, but I also had like a car payment. I I had like a thousand dollars a month or something to like make to pay, to pay my bills. So I went there, didn't really have a plan still just trying to figure it out. And then I was kind of just getting into this mode where I was just like fucking depressed almost like, mm. just like, what the fuck do I do? I was running out of money. You know what I mean? That, that 10 grand that we got from that thing has lasted me like years to this point. Shit. Um, just cause I like never spend money. And then, so I was there, like, I remember a point where I had like $200 left in my bank account and my bills in like a couple weeks were coming up and my bills are like 1200 bucks or something that month. And I was just like, what the fuck am I going to do? But, um, but I was focused at that time because I think a month before that or something, um, this is 2016, a month before that I saw a video of Taz Taylor, um, from internet money. He was posting vlogs at the time and he was posting vlogs like every single day. This is when like daily vlogging, Casey Neistat was blowing up. Like Logan Paul was just starting to come up like daily vlogging was what you should be doing at the time. Mm. And he was doing that. Um, they're getting like a couple thousand views every video or whatever. Um, sometimes less, like there was no market for it at the time. And what he, he was like posting his fucking PayPal statements from selling beats just like on the vlogs. He was just recording it. Um, and I was like, what the fuck? This dude's making like hundreds of thousands of dollars and the year's not even over yet. And he's like, oh, we had a good weekend this weekend. It was like three grand. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, what am I? Because like before that, it was so shunned. Like nobody was telling me to do this. You know what I mean? It was just like, oh, no one. No, I don't know. It's just like nobody fucking did music or anything where I was from. Like it wasn't possible. So like I just had it in my head that this shit was not possible. I didn't understand the power of the Internet. Mm. And then from there, I was like, fuck it. Like, let's, let's, let's fucking go for this. And then I spent, um, I actually tried everything. I just went, I just went in on everything. I went in on SoundClick, even though I knew it was dead, went in on YouTube, which I was kind of already doing. And then I just went in on just like SoundCloud. I was doing blog posts every time I posted a video, just like, even just to get a couple people. And then I just started doing like the, the Instagram game. And this is when like Instagress, do you know what Instagress is? Yeah, yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> this, is when, <laughs> this is when like Instagress was still around. And it was almost like, it was almost like what Hootsuite was. Like it was a business tool to help grow your business. Yeah. It wasn't like this spam bot. You know what I mean? It was like a. Because you could do it in. in, in, in yeah, like you paid monthly for it. Like you paid $10 a month. And it was like, it wasn't this like fucking pirated thing it was yeah. like it was like a tool on the internet and, and the shit guess, worked the shit worked yeah. to be honest so that's what i started doing and and it wasn't just spam you know what i mean it was just like that was like my first uh thing where i was really learning like copy almost that was like mm. my first way i was learning copy like what's the best way i can phrase this so that people like actually dm me so like i was like hey yo i'm a producer like hit me up that was it. I, I was just commenting on people's photos. I found the best accounts. Like the accounts were like 
submit your mixtapes type accounts where there's like hundreds of thousands of rappers following. I was like, dude, this is it. This is perfect. Yeah. So um, I just had my thing like hitting up all these people every single day on their photos, just commenting. And that wasn't where like the magic or the sale was. Like then they would DM me and I'd have like a bunch of these things. And I think I still have them on my iCloud, a bunch of these things in my notes, just like copy, paste, copy, paste, mm. copy, paste. Like the first time they messaged me, I'll send them this message like, hey, what's up, homie? And like, I didn't even know what I was doing at the time, but I was getting the words perfect so that it like converted the best. Making it like, seem real like in, in Yeah, like organic. after. So during that time, I had $200 left. Cam was going on another tour. I was like, dude, I, I can't go on this tour. Like I have to make money. Like the, the tours are usually just like fucking just like yeah. there's not a lot of money in it. It's just like fucking it's just fun. So. I was like, dude, I can't do this. I can't do that anymore. It was like the best tour ever. It was like with this dude, Mike Studd, who was like every show was like thousands of people. Um, but he like he like needed me because I did the video editing. I did the I kind of directed whoever was filming what to do. And mm. like during the day, I'd be filming that type of stuff. And then I'd be DJing, obviously. And so he ended up being like, all right, like how much let me know how much you need to pay your your expenses for the, for the month. So he paid me like a thousand dollars a month or maybe a little bit less. And then while I was on tour, I had the bots, the bot running my mm. first bot. So I was sitting in this van for eight hours a day, copy pasting the whole fucking day. So that next week I went from making no, like losing money. And then I ended up making like, uh, I sold like a wave lease and I sold like an unlimited rights, and the wave was like 50 the unlimited rights was like 150 so i ended up making 1200 dollars that fucking week which is pretty much exactly what i needed to make for the month um, after like just about to go broke you know what i mean so then after that i got home from the i was doing that all tour i was making like 200 bucks like a week or something i don't really know i was just so hyped that i made that in general that it was like a three-week tour i was making 200 bucks a week and then I got home and just like literally went through every single bill and got the exact number I needed to make a week to just stay afloat mm. and it was $336 and that was exactly what I had to make every single week so I had it in my notes just like I probably still have it in here somewhere uh, if I scroll all the way down to the bottom but I had to make that every single week selling beats so that was it I was just on my phone and then slowly it went from Oh, here it is right here. November 27, 2016. Sheesh. Here's, here's, <laughs> here's December 18th, 2016. Man, not even that long ago either. Like, look at the success in that, that period of time. It's backwards. 400, $402 total. No, it's not backwards for us. Oh, shit. Perfect. So $402 total. And then $193 was beats. And if you notice underneath, it was like mix. Can you see the mix and master thing? Oh, okay. Too? Oh, so you were doing mixes and stuff for people. So like if it was just anything, dude, anything yeah. I could do online. So like if that someone also. needed beats, I was like, yo, I'll give you 50% off and I'll fucking do your mixing and mastering for free. And I mean, sometimes people wouldn't even follow up on that and they would just buy it. But slowly, like it turned from $336 a week to 400 right there. Like then, like a few months later, the tour was in October. So that was three months later. It was $400 a week. Then it was 500. Then all of a sudden, like on a good week, I'd make $700 in a week. 
And then like a bad week is like 500. You know, it was just like kind of fluttering and going up. And then like literally by June, I was making like a thousand dollars a week. About how much time per day were you dedicated like working? So work, I mean, I'd be working all day, but, all like, day. but, but doing that stuff I had like in my to-do list, it was like, I had answer because I'd get emails too. So it would be like answer messages and emails, one answer messages. And e so like the second I wake up, I, I lay down and just like answer everything, answer all the messages, emails. And like a lot of it was just like talking to them too. And just, you know what I mean? Not just copy and pasting. It wasn't all like, just like that. Mm -hmm. So I do it three times a day for until they were all answered. Until <laughs> mm. every single one was answered. So you, so you had a system. Yeah. And then in between that, I'd be making beats. And it was, it was fun, dude. Cause like all you had to do was these three things. And then in between that, it was just literally just making beats. There was no like fan base. There was no, <laughs> there was Man, no like videos every fucking day. Like, I mean, like the, the, the big success is great, but that time period is amazing. Like when you're like, yeah. finally, like, yo, I'm when, finally dude, like self-employed. That's the moment, dude. There's no, I don't care. I could make fucking a hundred million dollars next year for some reason. I don't know how, why that would happen, but literally the moment where you turn make like your true passion into something where you're living off of that. And even if you're just like, you know what I mean? I was, my rent was fucking $300. I was buying barely any food at the grocery store. Like the second you turn that into your full-time thing, like that's when, that's when you feel that like true happiness and like, Hell yeah. cause that's the hardest part, dude. I tell everyone like, that's the hardest part is just getting out of the fucking trenches. Cause you're like, where the fuck am I? Where am I going? Like what's going to happen next? You're so uncertain about everything. There's nothing. You, you, there's no, like, I know what I'm going to do this whole week right now. Cause I'm like a stat, like I'm established. I have things that I do now. I have things I want to do. I'm trying to, launch this shit whatever i'm trying to do every single day but like when you're at that point you're like should i try something else I? there's so many things fucking going through your head that like once you get out of the fucking trenches it's like the and it was my favorite thing dude like the reason why beats worked out for me is because everything else i just gave up like i mm. like videos i like doing apps i like creating things in general like websites and whatever all these other things but like making beats is the thing I just always came back to. Like if I was someone in like this, in like a, if I was like a gamer or if I was like a videographer on YouTube or something like that, I wouldn't be posting videos still. I wouldn't be posting still. Like I would have gotten sick of it. Mm. But the fact that it's like beats, like I just can't get sick of making music. I don't know what it is about it. Um, but yeah, from there, this is when, so I left Florida. My, my lease was up. I was like, I'm going to move to LA. I didn't know how I was going to do that because it was very shaky. Moving to yeah. LA to pursue music, like oh, I'm going to get placements, I'm going to get in the industry. I just, I just knew, like, I didn't really know anyone. Like all my friends from, Mass from Boston or Massachusetts or whatever, were like, they were working jobs and shit. Like I don't know, like, I can't afford a place there. Like anyone I know, like anyone I know is in LA. You know what I mean? Like anyone I know is in that area. So I was like, I'll just room with someone, just hustle again, just because I know it's more expensive there. So I'll just hustle my ass off and just get to that next level. And then during that time, I like moved home for the summer or that's what I said. I don't know what would have happened. But during that time, that's when my mom actually got cancer, like a couple months after that.
Um, yeah. And it was right around the time where I just started making $1,000 a week. And that's when the story got fucking really interesting. Um, so that shit happened. I fucking had the worst, you know, I didn't have that many bills because I was living at home. But like shit just got fucking super like crazy in my life. Like that was like insane. And then so she got brain cancer. Um, she passed away last January, if you didn't know. But yeah, it was fucking crazy. Like they said, like 14 months. She ended up going like a year or two and a half years. Um, but at the time, just the whole fucking world just like flipped upside down. You know what I mean? My Like my dad wasn't working. Like there's a lot of other shit that like has happened that like I have not talked about yeah, as yeah. much as as much as like things people like I've let people into my life. There's other shit that I'm just not going to talk about just because it's going to fuck up things like outside of. I hear, you know I I hear. it is real life, man. It's not. Yeah, just it's just real life. And, like, and maybe I'll maybe I'll write a fucking maybe I'll write a book someday when this is all said and done. and We'll know all the details. But a lot of shit happens when like my mom was the one working and like just like everything just fucking collapsed pretty much. And then so before the surgery, I was like, uh, there's nothing you can really do when someone your your mom has fucking terminal cancer you know what i mean like there's nothing you can really do i can't just imagine besides bro. just like help out in any way possible um so i kind of went into this like panic mode almost where i was just like dude i need to i need to do something better than this fucking beats thing like july the month after it happened i made like fucking a couple hundred bucks the whole month you know what i mean my i think it was like two months before that the fucking Instagram thing got shut down. Mm. Instagram got shut down a Business month before that. Up. So the whole shit just fucking collapsed pretty much. And um, I know so many people that like they put all their eggs into Instagram and when that shit went down, it was fucked yeah, up. Well, they had, they had Insta Zood as well. Um, that might even still exist, but fucking that was like not reliable. Like you were getting, you know what I mean? It would, you're get, you kept getting logged out fucking, you were getting blocked and had to get your accounts back and shit. And it was just like fucking, it, it was pretty brutal. So the, the producer niche was Pat Ryan posted that video like six months before this all happened. Pat Ryan posted that video, got a million views. And I was posting, making and beat videos before that. Like I was posting vlogs like a year before that. I was always trying to post beat making videos. I posted four videos in like four months like january february march april and then when my mom got cancer i just fucking i was like fuck i need to do something and then i bought like a i bought like the ikea tabletop desk you know the cheap desk the mm -hmm. the the black drawers the whatever they're called alexa drawers or whatever they're called and then i just made four videos in four days i was like i'm gonna go every single day and that f that eighth video of like this making a beat series because I already posted a bunch more before that, but that eighth video, um, after the four and four days was the one that's called "This Beat Is Insane," and that sh that shit has like 1.5 million views now. That's that's your goat video. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> even though I fucking hate it now. But but, but real quick, man, I want to highlight. So you know, what I mean, when something like this this like you know your, your life you know you turn to these dark times something as dramatic and horrible as you know the diagnosis and everything most people would kind of be like okay yeah you know what let me let me just chill out on all this stuff and they might lose the the drive and the stuff like that but you kind of like lean into it and it, it drove you further and i yeah. think 
and it's I mean, almost like it's because it's because it's what you it's because you really loved it like if you didn't really love it you probably would have just said fuck it kind of thing yeah i think like i said like i'm not the hardest fucking worker like i just have instilled hard work in me um but like sometimes you just fucking the switch just flips dude and you just need like like there's some people that can do that without that situation and like um sometimes this like i was making money and just going every four months and wasn't taking it to that like next level or like i was getting disappointed if i was trying too hard and it wasn't working i was like why the fuck is this kid pat ryan getting hundreds of thousands of views mm. and i can't get shit on my videos and like um little did i know because mine fucking sucked at the time but um yeah i don't know that was just fucking what pushed me to the to the next thing and i'm glad i did it because like that that helped moving forward you know what i mean the fact that i was fucking making money off this this youtube thing now so for so there were you for doing it were you doing it every day or because or, obviously that, that eighth video didn't just go from zero to a million overnight did, yeah. did you keep so, up the consistency yeah yeah so like the eighth one got like fifteen thousand views or something in like a week which is like the most ever which is like insane at the time and from there after that eighth one i was like dude i cannot i think it was maybe it was like after the ninth or tenth one i was like dude i cannot post every day like this is it's getting so fucking stale like it's just the same shit like i'm i'm burnt out <laughs> like like my beats are getting worse and worse so i was like all right i'm gonna go every other day i'm gonna film one day and edit the next day and so i did every other day for like the next like two years or something like that just like over and over that's why when people when people message me dude sometimes sometimes if i get back to people that are like hey like um why isn't this working or whatever they're you know whatever their message is i look at their i look at their instagram I'm like dude you have three posts on instagram two of them are, are of your dog <laughs> your picture is like a fucking anime you know, or whatever like i i even if I find their YouTube channel, your YouTube channel has like two videos on there. One of them's from 2016. Like, it's just like you have to assess your own channel and assess your own thing as if you were a fan. You know what I mean? Like I had, I had posted like over 300 something videos, like 360 videos in like two years mm. just on YouTube. And then plus like the podcast, plus the Instagram shit, plus like everything. Um, and like it still wasn't even like <laughs> I don't know, like I still felt like it wasn't good enough. Can I ask why you never went to down like the Beat Stars YouTube type beat route? I did before that, and then okay. once once so when I started doing the videos, when I started doing the every other day, it was, um, it was making a beat video, and then the next one was a type beat video making a vi beat video type b video okay. and what i noticed is the type b videos were just getting a lot less views and i was like what the fuck like i, I need to like make a new channel for this mm. or something and because i still wanted to do that i still wanted to do the youtube type b thing because i just like putting out beats i've always just liked that and then i think it got to the point where the instagram thing the instagram hustle like messaging people i still was doing that because i wasn't like selling kits or anything and then it got to the point where I started putting out kits and then like around 10,000 subscribers, it got to the point where like in my day, the, the beat thing 
I was selling the same amount of beats as like like one week I made a thousand dollars selling beats and I made a thousand dollars on drum kits or whatever. Mm. And then I was like, all right, well, why the fuck am I spending all this fucking time during the day doing this messaging thing when that's not that you're not going to scale that? You know what I mean? Yeah. Meanwhile, I have 10,000 fucking producers that are waiting for my videos every single day that could turn into a million better roi better you know what i'm saying so just, possibility hell yeah yeah it's just like i didn't have a type beat channel so i was like i never had success at doing that so i was like i'm just gonna do what i'm having success success at mm. and then so then i kind of slowed down doing the beats thing and like if someone hit me up saying hey i want an unlimited right rights or something like i'd i'd message them back or something like if they were specific or like custom exclusive or something like that like i had so many different ways of like making money through there now so it was still like a pretty decent like revenue stream for a while um and then it got to the point like fifty thousand subscribers it was just all like drum kits and stuff like that and just like trying to well that's the story and then here we are fucking 2020 four years ago i was sleeping on with a twin mattress on the floor (laughs) now you're out in cali palm trees in ground pool in my Um, new house no, that's fire, man. I definitely want to hear about the move in the new house. But, uh, man, what advice would you give since we're, you know, kind of gearing off the topic of YouTube? What what advice would you give? Because I've heard you talk about how at first it was awkward for you to show your face. You didn't even show your face yeah. in the first video. Like, how how would you recommend someone that's really at ground zero and they're like, bro, I want to start this, but they just can't get past that? Um, I would just say just fucking do something. Like, just put out something. You know what I mean? Just find a way to just fucking keep the keep the fire alive. You know what I mean? I think a big thing for people is just getting away from fucking distractions too. Like it almost goes a little bit deeper than like being afraid to be on camera because everyone 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 will be like I mean there's a there's like a small percentage of people that are just like you know meant to be fucking entertainers maybe that like the first time they hop on they're great but like I think people like probably 99% of talented producers aren't going to be naturals on fucking camera if they're good at making beats. You know yeah. what I mean? They're not going to be like, I don't know. It's just the way it is. <laughs> it's just the way any craft is. You know what I mean? Like a lot of these, like how do you think LeBron James was the first time he got interv- interviewed? You know what I mean? Mm. Like now he's just used to it. But like anyone who is just like a, he's the best basketball player in the world. Like he didn't sign up to do interviews, but like that's just part of it now. And now he's put now he probably puts out his own content and shit on Instagram or whatever. But I think a big thing is just like getting away from distractions. Like I was just I've always just I know a lot of people and I have a lot of fucking friends and like I know a lot of people, but there was just something about me that just always just kept me kind of fucking in my own world. You know what I mean? Like I never went fucking out in high school. Like I did the whole college thing. Because I had to. I was living on campus. You know what I mean? Can't really avoid it when you're living with eight other people in a suite. Mm. And they're all fucking going out on the weekends. Like, you have to. You can't. Unless you're going to go home. Like, you have to, like, be involved with that. Yeah. So, like. But other than that, like, I've always just, like, kind of separated myself. And I think that's a big thing. It's just people listening to other fucking people and just getting distracted. Because if you weren't getting those distractions. Today, instead of doing what you did, you would have sat down and been like all right, fuck, I'm just going to try to film this one more time. And then those repetitions and repetitions is what gets you more comfortable. Because I don't think it's about like 
having a persona on camera and like figuring out like um, how to be energetic or people because people always come to me dude like especially musicians like rappers will come to me and be like hey like I want to do this YouTube thing but like I don't want to be like hey everybody welcome to the video yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I feel like I did that to, and like a lot of people do that just because you're trying to f- you're trying to figure out like who you even are on camera like my That's my big. goal from the start was just to try to like we're like me and you are talking right now and i think there's a we're live right now right there's people yeah. watching <laughs> but like we're just having a conversation i wanted to try to figure out how to make this be like i was filming because it's a whole different thing when you turn the fucking camera on you're like all right what the fuck do i say now how do mm-hmm. i do this and and, it, and part of it too is like learning how to create videos even like when you know how to create a story in a video or, or like if you want to do tutorials or whatever the fuck you want to do, like learning how to create that, that video start to finish will let you even know what to say or what to do on camera. So I think it's just trying to figure out who you are on the fucking camera. It just, it's just repetition. Just, there's a lot of things that go into it, but. And I remember you saying in the Curtis uh, interview, you were like, uh, I'd literally be in my car with this camera, like, bro, what what the fuck am I even going to say? Like, I'm on <laughs> this camera. And I mean, I, I related that shit so much because it's like, <laughs> you feel like it's like, but it's really, like you said, it's just, you just got to do you. Like, it's 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 easier said than done, though. We'll, takes- put it to, we'll put it this way. Like, I was doing that in in my house growing up, like, this is 20, like 27, like three years ago, I'd bring the G7X because I wouldn't want to bring the full camera because I was nervous people looking at me or whatever. And then I'd bring the G7X um, just in the car. And I would sit there in this fucking parking lot or whatever for like 30 minutes just trying to figure out what to fucking say. And then when I started talking, I would talk for like 15 minutes and I'd be editing like, what the fuck? Why was I, what am I talking about? You know what I mean? You're just not good at it, I feel like. Um, But like now the other day i was like oh i need to go to the bank or i need to do this like i'm just gonna bring the camera i turn it on and just say some shit and you're not Mm -hmm. like you're not like overly stressed about it or overly just like you know it doesn't put you in like this funk that disrupts your whole day anymore because you're used to it like i'm i mean i'm still getting better at it like i always look at um I always look at like other YouTubers who just like are like kind of filming throughout their day or whatever, or depending on what they're doing. But at the same time, they're getting things done. You know what I mean? They're getting business things done. They're getting whatever else they need to get done, like just done and just, I don't know. It's just, it's just repetition. You know what I mean? Hell yeah, man. I can relate to that, bro. Like, cause I look back at my first interviews, the first podcast, and I'm like, I can't even watch them. I really can't. I can't watch him. And I was, bro, I was so scared to even get it going. That's why when I first did a podcast, it was just audio. I'm like, bro, I'm not being on camera. This right now, live, like talking, bro, I, zero, zero percent chance I would have, less yeah. than a zero percent chance I would have did that dude. shit in 2018. <laughs> yeah, like, dude, there's a lot of people that wouldn't even fucking recognize me now that knew me in like fucking high school. I feel you, bro. Like, literally, they, like, yeah, people, it's crazy. So, it's man, crazy let's talk. Shit. Let's talk about those negative moments on YouTube. Like I know you, you said like you'd log in, you'd see you're like, yo, I'm doing I'm, I'm doing consistent videos, but my views are going down. And I think that's a, a big point that a lot of people kind of becomes a breaking point for people. What what can you talk about like advice and what are those moments like? Yeah. Um 
it's hard not to, it's hard not to fucking because you're trying to like you're trying to like do like i feel like i'm competitive so i'm just trying to do better than i did fucking yesterday you know what i mean like i'm just trying to do better in all aspects than yesterday so like when you put two days into something and then it just doesn't do what you thought like it's hard not to like like that's i don't know like it, people say don't obsess over the views but like like that's what that's what we're fucking doing right like yeah that's why i'm i'm making this shit to try to do better than like i'm making this shit for people to appreciate and like like but i'm also doing it to like grow and have as many people see it as possible mm-hmm. um i don't know fuck i had a bunch of shit to say i'd say uh this might think jo- this, start right here this might jog your memory i feel like just because you're not reaching like more viewers and stuff, you still got to realize like, especially once you're, you're in it and you're into a couple thousand views at that point, you have some dedicated fans that are coming and they're watching, even if it's a handful, it's like, you still can't count out the fact that you're serving them. Yeah. I think, I think a good way to look at it too, is just like, it's just going to go like this at all fucking times. It's just going to go like this, whether it's the video itself, like some of my videos do horrible off the start and then, you look back at them and they're like 300,000 views. I'm like, holy shit, what the fuck? Like, how did mm-hmm. that get so many views? Um, and I think it's just part of the fucking, like, it's just part of the process. You know what I mean? It's just those reps are so, like, it, pe- people don't realize how, how important, like, the rep repetition is. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, when I throw together a video now, like, I'm editing something that would have taken me, like, two weeks to edit in, like, three hours. And it's just like, that's a part of it. There's, there's a lot of different things that, that go into that because at the same time, you don't want to like not, you don't want to see, oh, the, fucking my videos get 5,000 views normally. And then it got, this one got 500, like whatever. I'm not going to worry about it. Like you kind of have to dissect it a little bit, but not be too attached to it. Um, I'm like trying to think of a good way to explain it. But I think like, some just general YouTube advice as well is I found a lot of success in just keeping consistency. You know what I mean? Like keeping things consistent. If you, and it's hard because if you have this successful, like um, that's why I got rid of the tight beats. I, I knew that from the start. That was, that was obvious to me. But like, if you have this channel where you're posting these videos and they're getting, thousand two thousand views like you want people are there for that shit you know what i mean they're not if like yeah if you post a type beat it could get fucking 500 views and you could make like 400 dollars or something selling the beat but like it's gonna disrupt when someone's there because they saw this great video of you making beats and then they come back and then they see this other thing that's not what they're showed up there for the first yeah, place completely different audience yeah it's gonna deter them off of that it's gonna make them freak out and then it's gonna mess with your fucking like views and your story like you just need to make a new channel for that stuff mm. but i don't know i think it's real shit i think it's a balance dude like it's it's hard to answer it because it's just like a it's just like a really big balance where you have to let it disrupt you to try to like learn why the fuck that one didn't do good because the YouTube algorithm is really fucking advanced now. Like, there's very small times where, like, your YouTube, ch- your video will just do bad just because of the just because of the algorithm. Like, they make the algorithm in a way so it's like 
don't try to like fucking oh if, if this many people fucking like it in the first like two hours it will it will get more views and this that and the other like they make the algorithm so that the best fucking content gets the most amount of views and shows up at the top you know what i mean so the right. things that people like the most will show up at the top so yeah. if you can if you can fucking make things that people like that like that's what you have to try to do i remember like back when we were i was trying things like it was always like um oh well if you run up if you run up the fucking bots or or like let me try to think what the fuck am i trying to say like like the whole like blog shit where you probably might know something about this just like the the tiers of like seo on like blogs we'll say where it's like we have the backlinks. We have the fucking whatever that shit's called where it like links everything together. I forget what it's called. Mm-hmm. Like there's so many people that have all this stuff out on SEO. And so if you have the 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 the, the top tier is your website, the, the other things, which is like Instagram, YouTube, whatever. And then here is like the third party websites where it's like linking to your website still from like it's just like this crazy fucking thing to try to hack it. So your website shows up at the top. Mm-hmm. But it's like, dude, Google made that algorithm so that the best websites show up at the top. They didn't make it so you could use all these fucking programs yeah, and, and build all these backlinks. Like, There's like programs that build backlinks, but it's like, I don't know. It's just like you just if you actually just make something good that people like, not only will it help your brand because it will make a great brand for you, but it will also just naturally give you all that those backlinks and when you want to scale you just you just keep putting out stuff and then more and more backlinks and more and more of this and like fucking i didn't build kyle beats from fucking telling people to to post me on their blogs and like you know what i'm saying and like yeah it just it just grows now i don't even dude i don't even put fucking keywords in my youtube videos anymore damn i don't have a single keyword in my description and my video was was fucking like what are my some of my last oh fuck I'm not signed in. Like what are some of my last titles? Just like I tried something crazy. No keywords, no not, right. no beat making in the title even. It's just yeah, like people that. are gonna and they're getting hundreds of thousands of views. Like it's like people are just gonna go to it. Um and obviously from the start, you have to fucking, you know, every every view counts. So like, you know, do your fucking tutorials and do whatever you can and you know, hit those keywords but and hit the trends and stuff like that. But um yeah at the end of the day fucking there's a lot to it there's a lot to like the 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 youtube thing and the views and stuff like that now naturally you know just from listening to your story you you've you've always been all over the place trying different things and to a certain degree you're still that way you know in the (laughs) sense of the youtube the podcast putting out music um, do you ever find that it, you start spreading yourself thin or it's hard to keep up with everything that you do? Yeah, but I feel like it also, what I'm, I felt like that for a while. Like if you asked me that six months ago, I would have been like, yeah, I'm fucking way overwhelmed right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's how I would have felt. Cause, but now what I'm realizing is it's making me realize what I want to do. You know what I mean? That's, it's, it's kind of like how I, we just told the whole story. It's kind of like what happened when I was coming up. Like I was fucking trying everything. Like mm-hmm. those music video sprees that I went. Like you could talk to people from 
Boston and that people that like aren't up to date on like YouTube, you know what I mean? And don't really know what the fuck I'm doing and still think that I'm like the music video guy. You know what I mean? Like, cause, <laughs> yeah, yeah. cause like I went on like a long, I went on like a year trying to do music videos and like make a thing out of that. And, and like, um, what was the question again? The balancing just, you know, everything like the, you know, the YouTube, the podcast yeah. rapping. Yeah. So it's like, I just, I just realize what I like now. You know what I mean? And, you just i i find myself always coming back to the thing it's in the back of my head like because i for a second i was like should i be doing music you know what i mean should i be putting out my own music because it doesn't come like it comes natural for me obviously but it's just like i'm just like trying to make songs like, fuck this shit's this is trash like whatever but i just know in the back of my head that i'm gonna do it eventually you know what i mean like i'm gonna not do it eventually but like be at a higher level eventually with with all that stuff mm. um and like even with the with the production like i'm making all these fucking beats and was doing nothing with them for years because i stopped like posting on beat stars because i just felt like it was a waste of a beat like what's the point of me making a couple hundred dollars off a fucking beat lease or like selling the exclusive when i could be making once when, when i could do something better with it on Spotify and if it gets a million views, I make four grand, you know what I mean? Or whatever, yeah. like that, that's the way I was thinking with that. But, um, do you actively try to get placements like send no. out beats? No, I have just to like friends, you know what I mean? Like fr friends I've met through like, um, through like being, being Kyle beats, you know what I mean? And mm -hmm. just nothing has really ever, I mean, a couple of things have come from it, but, um, like I have songs with like millions of views, but um, I'm not like trying to do like the whole big placements game. Like if I get to that point, dude, like this is like kind of crazy to think about now. But if I get to that point, I want it to be something where it's like fucking. Uh, I don't know, just some fucking. Like, I want to get to the point where I have millions of YouTube subscribers and it's just like, oh, fucking J. Cole wants to be in one of my videos mm. and we're going to make a song together. I feel that and, for sure. And put it out through my channel. Like, even now I'm working on something where I can use my own beats with, it's almost like a mini label type of thing where it's like Kyle Beats, fucking Inc. Where it's like all these fucking beats are going to be sent to these artists that no one really knows, but they're just dope. And we're just going to put it out through my fucking... You know, we're gonna use my channel to 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 network it and all this stuff. And hell yeah, I like um, that. And and if I and if I do it for a couple of years or whatever, I do it for six months, and I like the way it's going, then I'll just keep doing it. And if not, then I'll just stop it. Um, so that's the way I look at all that stuff. But I haven't really like, and like people people have a lot of success in that route, but it's just not what I'm trying to do. Could you boil you? Could you boil down your goal to like a five year goal or three year goal right now? Um, I think like the big goal is just fucking, I just love creating, you know what I mean? Um, I don't think I have like a five, five year goal. I don't know what, I mean, five years ago, <laughs> five years ago, dude, <laughs> I was like fucking dead broke <laughs> like, living in my parents' house. You know what I'm saying? Like nothing going for me. Beats were fucking trash. Like. I didn't even have a YouTube channel or anything like, I don't know, like a lot can change in, in five years, but 
I think what I want to do right now is just continue working on everything. Like I really love this. We haven't gotten into that, the plugin or anything, but um, I fucking love creating shit like that. Like it, it reminded me of the app days, except mm. this one actually works. <laughs> like this one, actually people are going to use it. You know what I mean? Like when people were, um, when people, when you create something from an idea of nothing, like I have the original drawing for the plugin just on a piece of paper and you put it together and find someone to create with and spend like a year doing it and put it out and people are using it. Like it's like, it's like a good feeling. So I love business shit like that. Like I love just doing business stuff. I love doing the kits. I love doing launches. Like I like the YouTube thing because I love videos and it also ties into the business thing where you can do these big launches of products or whatever you want to do. Like I'm going to have a clothing, clothing line eventually. Um, just like with all that stuff. I want to do music as well. Like actually fucking do it. Um, and just like, I don't know. Like I feel like the rewarding part for me, the only thing I can think of right now is when I have a shit ton of Spotify listeners and I go on like a fucking Kyle Beats tour or something mm. where I'll just do shows or something like that. Just fucking with a million subscribers and just like millions of listeners or whatever. I can dig it. I can dig it. Um, so, yeah, man, we want to get people in for q and I know we uh, the interview's definitely gone longer than uh, I had told you, but this is dope, man. Dude, I really, we can, I, I'm down to go fucking. I'm down to keep going. <laughs> yeah, do a Joe Rogan style, man, two, three hours. <laughs> um, but so, all right, a couple, couple things, man, before we bring some people in. Um, well, first of all, man, uh, let's talk about the move to California. Like, what, what was the deciding factor and how was it moving during, you know, the quarantine and all that shit? It was actually super easy. Um, I know you like shopped. You you looked at houses like through like FaceTime and shit like that. Yeah. So so I was looking at this house for a while. Like to be honest, like fucking even in like even in like March, I was like fuck. Like the 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 house popped up in March, and I was like fuck. Do I want to do this right now? Because I still have a place in in boston you know what i mean mm. i have i have that place till until like september mm. so i was like fuck do i want to like run this up right now <laughs> and like get this big ass fucking house like the most rent fucking ever paid for anything um so like that was a big factor like whether i wanted to spend a lot more money because i was like spending like 1750 or something in in boston because i was with with the house with my sister uh that's the house my mom lived in too um so we got the house we split that and this one's like fucking over four thousand a month and then fucking that's a big it's a big bag man (laughs) yeah i mean fucking i just it's it's the reason why i did it is because um one i mean like i got to the point where i was like all right well i just did the numbers and i can i can afford a place like this but it's also just like dude this is like this is like my set. You know what I mean? This is like, I don't have a workspace. Like this, this is my work, but my, like I'm filming out in the back pool area. I'm filming out and you know what I'm saying? Like that's just, that's only going to help your business when people, it's a brand investment. Yeah, yeah. When it just looks good. And, and like, like fucking, I can, I can afford something like this now. Like I feel like once I saw this house, I started doing things with Kyle beats and just 
like I put out the free kit. I, I did all the stuff. I started running ads and started like almost like fucking tripled my fucking monthly income just because I saw this house. It's just like the thing we talked about earlier. Like once something happens, you have a goal and then it just fucking clicks. And I knew once I got here, like I'm going to have the best year of my life now. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to like financially, I'm going to fucking quadruple that number. You know what I mean? Just, just because there's more expenses now I'm furnishing an entire house and all this shit. Um, but yeah, as regards to the moving, it was, it was simple. I mean, I've, 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 uh, I've moved to places and not seen what they look like. Like I moved to that apartment in Florida and had no, I didn't even know what it looked like. Mm, <laughs> there was all. no video. I just fucking went and That's then dro- drove, drove freaking two days in my Toyota Corolla, which I drove here. And, um, fucking it was super easy because nobody was in the hotels nobody was on the roads no traffic so it was actually really nice easy. nice smooth ride so i've heard you refer to the to where you live now as the middle of nowhere can i ask why the middle of nowhere versus like la or it's not the middle of nowhere but like um it's just like super it's like a super quiet neighborhood okay you know what i mean it's like it's like fucking it's actually more near like san diego honestly but okay it's like an hour and a half from LA or hour. That's not traffic with traffic, probably twenty hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, as regards to LA, I don't know. I just wanted a house. It's like it's like the YouTube thing. Like it was either like you pay four thousand dollars for an apartment in LA, and how much are you gonna get? You know what I mean? Right. Hell yeah. It's not gonna be horrible. Like that's a lot of money, but like. Um, you, you get a really nice place, but I don't know. I just, I don't want to deal with neighbors. Like I've, I've been in a house and like, I haven't had any like next door neighbors since I started the whole, like, since I've been doing like the be making shit. So I don't want to have to start dealing with that shit. And like, if you get a house for four grand, it's not a lot either, even in like, even in like whatever area. I mean, I think the next move would be stay here for a couple of years. And like the next thing would be to, to get like a place somewhere. Um, and just like fucking like the Calabasas area or oh, okay. like Encino, that type of fucking area. Goals, man. Where, where it's like a 10 to $12,000 a month place or some shit like that. Yeah. But run it up, man. Hell yeah. That's oh. a nice move. And so what last question, this is kind of more of a personal question because I related to I related to this shit so heavy when you're talking about in the Curtis King podcast. Uh about trying to inspire people, you know, maybe like friends that you've had forever, like, you know, maybe still on the nine to five grind, uh, yeah. you know, trying to you know, trying to change their mindsets to kind of get more into that thing. And I've sat down, I've had so many conversations with people and like I just to me I'm like, bro, if I could just like put my brain inside you, I could like make you do whatever you wanted to do. Like, you know, because they have goals and stuff of, you know, all this kind of stuff. And, uh, man, do, do, do can you relate to that frustration of, like... Yeah, so I think the best... Because, like, dude, you're talking to the king of trying to do that shit. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's a big passion behind everything I fucking do with my channel is, like, is like inspiring people and just give... Because sometimes it's people, like... Sometimes, most of the time, actually, it's people like me that they don't even fucking know that are going to be the one that flips the switch. It's not their friend. It's not, it's yeah. this fucking kid, Kyle on fucking YouTube or his podcast or whatever that just flipped the switch for them. That made them think 
a little differently. But when it when it comes to I do that all the time, dude. And what I've realized is it's something I realized with myself. Like if you if you I have a fucking plate, I have a bowl on my desk and a cup from my coffee yesterday. If someone comes in here and and goes, Hey, you have to like if you want to keep this place clean, you have to, you know, clean this up. And then they take those and bring them out and put them in the, put them in the kitchen and wash them. I'm not going to learn from that. You know what I mean? If, if, if you, if you're assisting someone like, Oh, this is how you do this. And yeah. You this website and, this, and you click upload, where's your video? I'll upload it for you. They're not going to, if you're, if you're assisting them too much, they're not going to realize. Unfortunately, it's the same way with me, dude. Like, it wasn't until I just kind of just found my own way that whatever. And it's, it's almost like a fucking, that's like a marketing tool too. If you read some of those fucking Russell Brunson books or whatever, like, hell yeah, it's just like, um, the epiphany thing. You almost want to make them have their own epiphany. Yeah. That's like one of his, or I think it was one of those books, but it was like one of those marketing fucking tools. Aha moment or some shit. Like yeah. That. You almost like want to make them have their own, epiphany and you're just like leading them there because if you if you almost if you go into it too much um with the with the details and and just i don't know i always say things like like all the only differences like for most people like the only differences like depending on the situation is like you just have to do it you just have to do the work and what i tell people too is what i said earlier you just have to get away from everyone Mm. it depends on who you're talking to you know what i mean in the situation but it's like do get away from this person go fucking live up here and just because if you don't it's just your life's gonna pass you by you're gonna be fucking hopefully you get to the age where you're 70 something years old and go fuck what the fuck did i do and i don't know that's it and i'm telling you bro like not to cut you off, man. I just like having conversations with, you know, friends and stuff like that. Like, I'm like, bro, I'll make your website. I'll, I'll edit your videos. Like, and I find out I'm giving them so much of my time. And it's almost like I like created a whole new business, side business for myself. <laughs> and I'm just like, yo, really trying to. And then, but I sit back and I think I'm like, bro, nobody did this for me. Like, yeah, I you, just, know what's, you know what's fucked up, dude, is like, I find, I found out that me, unfortunately, what happens is, when when i get these when i get this house because dude I, I fucking live pretty frugally like i have a i could tell someone oh I, I fucking made this amount i could i made this amount of money this fucking month or i made fucking hundreds of thousands of dollars this year or this month or whatever and it doesn't matter what the fuck i told them like i was like oh yeah i plan on doing this and in, in in over the summer and i'm gonna make a hundred thousand dollars probably in like a week or something like that or you know what i mean or whatever the mm-hmm. fuck you're trying to tell them and it isn't until it isn't until like you go and buy the thing or it isn't until uh, the something happens or, or you show them a certain number or you show them a certain thing that that it clicks. And um, usually it's when I keep continue to live my life, those people that were looking at me just start doing just start doing their thing. dude. Like mm-hmm. my fucking sister started like a, a fucking clothing business where she made like 10 grand in a month. It's all, it's all like, um, That's fire. She's, it's all donate. She's donating it all. It's like in mm. it's in memory of my mom. Like it's a cancer thing. Okay. But, um, 
she did it in like the second I moved to um, like the second I launched this plugin, the second I started doing all these things and moved to California. That's when she fucking, you know what I mean? Started doing all that stuff. So I think you can just inspire by just leading the fucking way. Lead I think by that's example. the best way. And it's just like, maybe you don't inspire those two people or those three, one person or whatever. But like, if you just fucking keep, use your time to do your own thing, maybe you'll inspire that person and fucking 20,000 more people. Facts. And then those people, I'm, I'm those people that got inspired. You know what I'm saying? It was that thing my mom sent me, the fucking Jim Carrey speech where he's talking about writing himself a check for $10,000. Mm, mm. That led me into those fucking hundred other speeches in like high school that I'm just sitting there on my fucking um, iPod touch or whatever, just fucking watching all these speeches of all these successful people. That's what that's what gave me the epiphany of like, all right, am I going to listen to my fucking science teacher telling me to go to college and get a job or whatever the fuck they're telling me? Or am I going to listen to Jim Carrey and Will Smith who are telling me not to do that, who are successful, people love them, they're rich, they, you know what I mean? They accomplished their goals. Like, who am I going to listen to? That was like my start, start of my like epiphany of just like fucking all this shit. And it's like, and it's like not everyone that watches those videos or starts or, or gets exposed to that stuff does the same thing that you did. It's really, I mean, I, I think it's really like a 1% thing, like something, there's just something that just makes it. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes it just has to be the right thing too. Like people get amped up by different things. Yeah. Like I'm, I was the kid playing sports where if there's a coach just fucking screaming, let's fucking go like all this crazy shit that would not amp me up. Mm. But for some people they'd be like, yeah, let's fucking go. You know what I mean? That that's what got them going was like the guy just yelling at them. But for me, it was not like that at all. So like, it just depends on the person. I think like I listen to a lot of podcasts and a lot of people's stories and just like, uh, you know, that dude Logan Paul. Yeah. Like, his like his friend Mike Malak, he was like a drug addict for ten years. He's like his host co-host of the podcast. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. On the on his yeah, I know what you're talking so about. So it's yeah. like he was a drug addict for like ten years. But it was like this one moment that was the moment that just got him out of it. Mm. Out of all these years, every single day I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna stop every single day for ten years. But it was just this one fucking moment for some, I forget. It was like something with his mom or something that just like made him stop. And I feel like that's the same thing with, with this shit. I don't know. But obviously, that. it does depend on the person. People are, like, wired differently. But That's real shit, man. Hey, man. Dope shit, man. Um, let's, let's get some people in for Q&A, man. Let's see. I know people have got some, some burning questions for you. Right. So we'll just, start, we'll just start adding a couple people. Sometimes it gets awkward because it takes forever for people to do their audio and stuff like that. But uh, who else Nicholas, what's going on, man? What's up, man? Just let me turn the camera on real quick. Yes, sir. Crazy, I'm going to mute you, man. I'm going to get you in right after uh, Nick. This is crazy. Two guys. Actually, this is the first time this has ever happened. Wait, wait, wait. Dude, first the live, came. there's like a huge <laughs> delay in the live. Yeah, yeah. Can you mute the, the YouTube? Yeah. Yeah, it's muted. It's muted. Okay, cool, man. Welcome to the morning show, man. Yeah, thank you, you, bro. Appreciate it, man. How can we help you out today, man? Wait, can you hear me, bro? Hello? Yeah, yeah, we can hear you. Can you hear us? Yeah, man. What's up, bro? This is crazy, bro. I'm shaking. I'm really nervous right now. <laughs> this, yo, Kyle, bro. Like, appreciate everything you've done, man. I'm a huge fan of the channel. Uh, 
you, Dylan, as well, bro. The producer grind keeps me motivated every day to make beats, you know, just follow my dreams and stuff. Appreciate um, that, bro. Let's go. Yeah, bro. How so, old are you, dude? Actually, I'm 16 years old, bro. And um, actually, it's crazy because I'm from Dubai as well. And I was watching the podcast the other day, and then Zach came in the podcast as well. And then as soon as I saw that, I hit him up. I was like, yo, bro, what's up? And uh, we, we're kind of just talking right now. I don't know if he's in the live. Shout out to Zach if you're in the live right now, bro. Shout out to Zach. And um, I don't know if you remember that, bro. It was like, I think it was in the last, the two last podcasts or something like that. Okay. So uh, my question is, bro, so like right now I'm, you know, focusing on improving my sound, you know, just uh, trying to get better every day at making beats, you know. But my real question is, since I live in Dubai and there's, there's not a lot of people that make music here, there's not a lot of artists. So I guess I need to get my name out there to the industry in the U.S. and stuff. So um, do you have any advice for me? So like if in the next couple of years when I turn 18, if I want to move to the U.S., uh, any city that I should focus on, any place that I should go to like kind of get my name out there and stuff and make connections. If only, if only there is a way to broadcast to the entire world <laughs> using some sort of video platform. <laughs> you should just use YouTube, dude. You gotta use the yeah. internet. I mean, you're 16, dude. I didn't know what a beat was when I was 16. I started making beats when I was 20, so you're four years ahead of me. Um, yeah. But I think your best bet is to, like, just put out put out content, dude. You have devices, you have phones. Just keep working on your craft, and just um, put out content, cause like. Yeah. I think a lot of people make the mistake of not really from D Dubai, but like a lot of people in the U S they make the mistake of, Oh, I need to go to LA before I even start fucking trying to do music, you know, cause I can't do music here. I'm just going to go to LA first or Atlanta is getting like that and whatever. But then they go to LA and then they become a fucking barista at Starbucks and just go out <laughs> to, to fucking clubs on the weekend or whatever. Man, but say like, it again, man. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think yeah. you're the best thing I ever did. I almost like if if the weather was good in in Boston, I almost would have would have wanted to stay there. But I just want good weather, so I came out to California. Like I just can't do the winters. I'm not gonna move to Florida. I might I might as well move somewhere outside of LA to still be able to use the resources of LA so I can still use the doors that are there. I can still use all that stuff. Um, but like it almost makes you unique. You're a producer from Dubai. That's what makes you unique. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like you can create all this stuff from where you live and like it's more valuable if you start coming up and making videos and making beats, it's more valuable that you are from Dubai and that's where you live. Like, because yeah, yeah. it, it just makes you unique because like everyone's fucking everyone's in LA everyone's in Georgia everyone's all over these places so it just yeah I would say just work on your craft and mm -hmm. what do you think Dylan man I say the same thing bro like you know it's the internet age like you know you look at uh you know guys like Kyle who've you know blown up online and you know what if he wanted to go that path of moving to I don't LA have a and, single placement <laughs> I'm the but I'm saying but now you have <laughs> but you're set up now like you you're making money online you could go to LA and you could pay all these big producers to collab and get in the studio yeah. with them like you could go wherever you could take it wherever you want to take it you look at guys yeah, like if cash I wanted money to AP yeah like cash money AP like he was in a yeah. small little island and uh literally like 
started selling beats online, got a big, got a lot of money, got grew his brand, and then he moved to LA and start started you know going down that path. So it's man, you just got to start online. It's it's everything right now. I agree with Kyle. Right, yeah. If you if you do it that way too, you have way more leverage because then when the opportunity comes to sign, you don't have to take some shitty deal and you don't have to do all that stuff. Yeah. So um, basically, like, I actually started producing music like a year ago, but then my beats were like really trash and stuff, and I kind of rushed the process. So like, I I created a BeatStars account, try to like sell beats and stuff, but like, I didn't understand the fact that I need to get my own sound and like focus on my music. So like, I need to improve my sound. I can just be like those guys and say, oh, I have the best beats ever, you know. I need to actually, you know, sit down and try to improve every day, and. Um, I kind of just rushed, rushed off the process and, you know, it's just kind of like it, it wasn't worth it. You know, I just spent all of this money on the Internet trying to post my beats and stuff. But then, like, I didn't focus on the actual sound, like on my actual music, you know, so it was that kind of like. Yeah, that part's important. That part is important. So, yeah. Don't don't so, yeah, be so right quick. Now, don't be so quick to monetize, you know, until you're. Yeah, you know. exactly. Exactly. But yeah, man, I appreciate you tuning into the show, man. Yeah, bro, I appreciate it, man. Keep going. Yes, sir, yes, sir man. Take we'll it easy, bro. Too. Yeah, you too. Cool, man. Um, Crazy, you in here, bro? Yes, sir. What's, What's up, going Bill? On, What's going on, man? Welcome back to the morning show. I know it's not your hey. first time. Yeah, man. I appreciate you letting me uh be a part again, man. I don't know why my video is not showing, man. Is that me? Do I gotta? Uh, you gotta you gotta like click yes to your video or start video or something like that. I see it says at the bottom it's like mute stop video participant. Oh. Who knows, man? But we can hear you though. Yeah, all right, yeah, cool. But uh what's up, Kyle? Um what I just up? wanted to say, man, I, I salute everything you got going on, man. Uh, we kinda in the same boat. I do a lot like of uh video and engineering and uh producing and making beats and stuff like that, man. So uh I just seen how, how great it's going for you, bro. I just wanted to uh, salute what you got going and uh you know it's just a big inspiration to me, man. I'm I'm trying to hopefully make big moves like you, man. Soon. Let's go. Appreciate it. Uh, for sure, man. Just keep going and uh doing your thing. Dylan, you already know, man. I salute you every time, man, bro. Keep it going, man. It's dope every show. I got you, yeah. bro. I, I ain't stopping anytime soon. I got you, bro. Appreciate hey. you tapping in, bro. Hey man, no doubt, man. I'll catch you on the next show. All right, bet it up. All right, Kyle. Peace. Yo, Rich, what's going on, bro? Oh, what's good? Oh, shit. Hold on. Let me, uh, <laughs> let me mute this thing. Ado, are you in here, bro? I'm going I'm to I'm mute you until uh, Rich is done. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. I'm in. I'm in. Yeah, you're in, man. Welcome to the show, man. Oh, what up? Hey, hey, CEO, Dylan, bro. I remember this uh, producer, uh, when it was, it was called Producer uh, Lifestyle. Producer yeah, Lifestyle Podcast. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's back, back, back. That's back. Hey, what's yeah. good, Kyle? Yeah. What up? Hey, man. Um, shit, I appreciate y'all, first and foremost. Um, yes, sir. What's your question? Shit, uh, my question is, uh, man, there's so much lanes to hit. You know what I mean? As far as like, uh, like I'm starting from ground zero, so I'm kind of got my hands in like everything. Yeah. Uh, I'm just trying to get advice. I feel like I'm everywhere. Feel me like I'm trying to do like YouTube, Twitch, uh, music yeah. library, B stars. Like, you know, even my girl's trivia, like, she's like, man, like, you got your hands in everything. Like, I I feel like, like, did you guys focus like on one thing before you moved on to the next, or how'd you guys like approach not that? Did all. you guys hit everything in it, huh? For me, not at all. 
Uh, like I, I was all I was all over the place, man. Just yeah. just just like Kyle, like you know, even literally, I had producer grind. Producer grind was like very successful, and I still like didn't know which path I wanted to take. Was still trying to do everything. It, man, literally up until like last year is when I really started to narrow in. I'm like, okay, this is what I'm gonna go all in on. But I'm gonna let Kyle go ahead. Yeah, I feel like at the beginning you can do that. I feel like you just have to be like obsessed. Like every day when you wake up. I mean, I don't know what you're doing every day, but every day when you wake up, you just have to be, you almost have to be all over the place and just getting things done. Like, all right, I'm going to post this beat on Beatstars. I'm going to post on YouTube. I'm going to, I think you should, everyone should be doing TikTok as well. Like, it's just, we're just in a generation of just overstimulation. So it's just like, you just have to be everywhere anyways. And just whatever works will work. Because I think what I've seen is if you can get on a platform like, YouTube, Twitch, TikTok. Um, I'm not even. I'm not even gonna say Instagram or anything else, just because. If you if you pop off on TikTok, YouTube, or Twitch even, and it, and that starts to go well, you're gonna be like, all right, I'm gonna post a little bit less on YouTube and TikTok for now. I'm gonna focus on Twitch or or any of the other ways around, and then once that blows up and you're like, I'm getting all these views on Twitch, you can start pushing people to your YouTube. You can start pushing people, hey, like this beat alone, I'm going to give it away for free after the after the stream or whatever, or it's available on my store. And you can start pushing people in all these different directions from those things. Like I've almost slowed down on my podcast and slowed down on other things because I've really wanted to dial in on the YouTube channel and it's been doing like triple, quadruple the numbers. And when I want to push people to my Instagram, like I'm about to hit 100,000 Instagram followers and... I haven't even post. I've posted like two times on there the past like three months, just because I'm just finding a way to. Um, I don't know, but I feel like at the beginning you just need to do everything. You just need to do everything and put in that amount of as much work as you can towards everything, and just keep your eye and ear to like the game. Like I know that Kenny Beats has been doing a lot of stuff on Twitch. I've seen Nick Mira on there, like doing like doing big numbers, like ten thousand people in a stream is like insane in general on twitch as a gamer as one of the top gamers that's really good especially as a fucking producer and like I, w- I was saying that like a while ago i forget how long ago but like eight to ten months ago i was saying like twitch is such an open lane right now still for producers and uh, yeah. i think you just need to do everything possible now as, as far as that goes like what what kind of content like just because man in the end i just really just want to like i guess like everybody else I just want to make beats, you feel me? Yeah. That, you know what I'm saying? It's just hard for me to come up with content that's kind of like, that kind of like separated me from everybody else. You feel me? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, mean I just want to be like another run in the mill, like, oh, he's making a cook-up. Or, you do you know still think, do you, would you still recommend the vlogging stuff, Kyle? Yeah, I mean, I think the, I think when it comes to vlogging and like making videos, especially a podcast too, but you can really just kind of just be yourself. And that's what makes you different. You know what I mean? I, it, I can't like, I don't feel it. Just, just like doing, doing a tutorial video isn't, I don't want to say it's a bad thing. Like it's definitely not a bad thing. Like a lot of people can still come up that way, but it just seems like it's so hard to differentiate yourself in there unless you're fucking nice at making beats. I feel like the tutorial thing is almost becoming what the type beat thing was. Yeah, streaming. I wouldn't say that for streaming. 
because although it's like the same style, like it's your screen, it's your, this, it's a live stream. It's a little bit different. Um, but if you if you if you make videos and make vlogs and it's just so it's gonna be so fucking unclear. Like, like if if you think I have it figured out, my videos are great and they're getting hundreds of thousands of views. Two hours from now, I'm gonna be like, all right, what the hell the fuck am I gonna do this thing? <laughs> You're always just trying to figure it out, especially at the start. There's there's no clear cut path to any of this, so it's like you just have to. Okay, today I want to stream at this time and I want to post a beat. I'm gonna do that today as best as fucking possible. And then if you do that every single day. Two months from now, you're going to be like, oh, shit, I can do this on Twitch. And this is a better way to do this thing on YouTube or whatever. And then over time, three years later, you have the whole game figured out. And Rich Daly is the top producer on the Internet. You know what I mean? That's just how it works. Like if you just take it one step at a time. Rich, man, we appreciate you tapping in, bro. Bet, man. Appreciate y'all, man. Keep, yes, sir. Keep doing that thing. Keep doing that thing. All you right, already know it. <laughs> All right, bro. Peace. Addo, what's going on, bro? Hey, yo, yo. Hey, what's going on? Yes, sir. Hold on one second. I'm going to be right, right back, too. So go ahead and ask Kyle your question. I'll be right, right back. Yo, what's up, Kyle, man? What's up? What up? Yeah, so I'm calling all the way from fucking Macedonia, if you heard of that. Macedonia. That's crazy. Yeah, you, Europe, man. The Balkans. The Serbia and all of them, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so over here, the situation is pretty normal now, but... As far as music goes, we don't have any trap music here, man. Yeah. Trap music here is freaking dead. Or R&B. R&B is... We don't have that shit. We, we're, we're very late. We're very behind. Yeah. So our wave, our wave is like reggaeton. You know that that sound? Yeah. So I was going to ask you about... Uh, is your video working, by the way, or no? No, that, that's what I wanted to say. My webcam is dead. I don't okay. know if it's okay. Okay, no, that's fine. You can ask your question. Yeah, not really. Yeah, a question, but I really wanted to just chop it up and talk. Yeah. So I've been producing since like I was 15, 16. Now I'm 20 years old. And yeah. I've sort of been in the game, but I started uploading videos like 2016. And they've been getting like 500, 6,000. One video hit uh, 4K views. That was like type beats, you know. Mm -hmm. That was the wave back then. What's your YouTube and channel? Prod by Otto. It's like the same as... No, no, it's like Otto Beats Radio. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot my fucking it. channel, man. <laughs> yeah. So I stopped. I stopped uh, posting beats. I was like, nah, this is this is not going to work. I was like, I, I need to focus on school and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And I was very late on the Instagram game as well. I'm, I'm very fucking late on everything. I don't know why. But I've been watching you since like two years ago. I don't know. Dylan too. Nah, Dylan, it was like a year ago, the podcast. And as far as the Instagram thing, I'm doing my own thing. Like, You try TikTok at all? Nah, I, I would like to try, but I don't know what kind of audience I'm going to reach. Like, the, I don't know if I post okay. on TikTok. <laughs> I don't think anyone gonna... ever knows their type of audience. Yeah, so. I mean... uh, yeah, go, go ahead. I was going to say, because um, like, I mean, you, you can, you can do the, you, you can do the YouTube thing and you can do the Instagram thing. I mean, Instagram has like the worst fucking organic reach of all time. I feel like right really? now for sure. Instagram sucks <laughs> unless like uh, Instagram's a good place. If you have an audience, like 
anyone that already follows you to to like tap in on what you're doing um oh, youtube is a really good way of getting your stuff out there but if you're posting beats all the time and like you know spending all that time no my way is like and uh, nothing's I, happening like you should you should use things like tiktok and use things like we were just talking about twitch and stuff like that but what were you gonna say I'm posting like my type beats, the beats I make on YouTube, but I do my own thing on Instagram. Like I call it the comfy cookups, like in my pajamas and hood is like, I'm comfy. And that's perfect I, it, for, that's perfect for yeah, uh, TikTok. Yeah. And I like show I myself. I got millions there. of views on TikTok from just posting clips from my, I just posted clips from my YouTube Vlog? videos. Oh shit. Damn, that's dope. And I will, I'm like, you know, like Eldre the Giant does, you know, playing the beat yeah. in the background. And TikTok, you're like... bro. <laughs> <laughs> he popped off on TikTok. He's got like millions of views on there too. He has, he has a freaking new stream of revenue. He, he's got like a sizable Spotify you make money from now. TikTok? Spotify, dude. Like attention is where the money's at. I don't make, I don't make money from YouTube. You think I get paid? For, like I do because I have so because I have millions and millions of views. But like, mm -hmm. I'm not making money from YouTube. YouTube's not cut me a check to pay for this house. Like, I'll buy groceries with my YouTube check. You know what I mean? Like, the the money is attention. The money is when, like, like do the math. I'm getting a million unique people to see my channel every month or two. Mm -hmm. How many but people need to buy something <laughs> to to make money? Not a million. You need a. One percent of one percent of people to buy something, and you're a millionaire. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's just attention. I think if you can do the YouTube thing and you can do all that stuff, dude, post these fucking. I I can't hear them right now because my interface is connected to my laptop. But you should mm -hmm. post these comfy things you're posting on Instagram on TikTok. These are fire so. TikTok videos. I can't hear them, but from the way you're like dancing around and stuff, it looks fire. Yeah, you're watching them right now. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I just want to know if if it looks like it if it looks like a thing you would watch. That's 100% like... on TikTok. Mhm. Mm mm -hmm. I think you should post these on TikTok, dude. Trust me. And just and just study the TikTok game like it might kill your brain like it does mine, but just go just scroll through TikTok for 3 hours. And just you, and you just learn that... and just learn the game, dude, like Uh-huh. You I think posted that a random video that I woke up the next morning. I had 400,000 views. Shit. And then people go to my yeah. Instagram damn, damn, damn. and then they fucking, they DM me. And I've met like fucking artists from there and stuff and everything. Like it's just opportunities, dude. Oh, really? Yeah. So uh, people from TikTok come to your Instagram? Yes. <laughs> it's, the internet. <laughs> it's the internet, man. It's only one swipe away to the app. It's up to you though, dude. Yeah, I'm definitely going to try TikTok, man. Take, take that action, man. Say, I just wanted to say because uh, in you my gotta country... You got to be more... You gotta, yeah, I mean, I mean, I know... I mean, I don't know where you're from and, and what your situation is, but um, if you if you want to have success, you got to be, like, obsessed with it, too. Like, man, keep uh, Yeah, of course, but I just wanted to say, like, our monthly pay here, our average is, like, $250. Can you, mm -hmm. can you believe that? That's so, crazy. So if if I make, like... $500 or $600 of these beats, 
then I'm going to be able to make a great living in this country because I, I hear you and other people like say, damn, $1,000, how am I going to live off $1,000 in LA? And I'm like, <laughs> damn, with $1,000 in my place, oh my God, I'm going to live like a fucking king, man. I wouldn't get discouraged about like, oh man, I'm not getting to 500 selling these beats. You know what I mean? I would just keep trying different things and just, yeah, you know, be in love with are, the process. Expectations are the worst fucking thing, man. Expecting things kills everything. For sure. But hey, man, we appreciate you tapping in though, bro. Take action, yeah, no man. Problem. Get get on that TikTok. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Kyle. Uh, by the way, you just hit 100,000 followers on Instagram. Just checked. Oh, let's go. <laughs> Congratulations. Thanks, guys. Better love, bro. Thanks for everything. Cool, cool, man. All right, man. I'm going to wrap it up there because uh, the carpet cleaner, they just called the gate. They're about to be here, man. Uh, yesterday, man, I spilled a whole, <laughs> cup of whole cup of coffee, I saw bro. that, actually. I saw your clip. On... It was bad, bro. But, yeah, they're, they're coming here. They're going to come because the shit just smells like coffee even though I cleaned it up. And it's not a good look, not a good smell. So, Kyle, man, we appreciate you, man, so much, bro. Dope episode, man. We're going we're gonna to do one in person someday. Hell yeah. No, we definitely got to. Once I well, come to Atlanta. Talk about the new gems and we'll re-go we'll re over the stuff that we, uh, that we didn't get to in the, <laughs> in the come up store. All right. All right, dude. All right, man. Peace out, everyone in the chat. Yes, sir. I appreciate you one more time, man. I'm Hitch. All right. I hope you guys enjoyed that episode. Really great episode. A lot of good advice in there. It was cool talking to you guys and a couple people were able to call in. And that was super dope. Um, I just love just, I don't know, just conversation is such a great thing. And I hope to continue that more on this. Get ready for season two of the Kyle B's podcast. I got the relaunch of my plugin coming soon uh, to be announced. If you want to know more about that, just go to Project. Uh, what the fuck is the website? I think it's just Project X projectxx.kylebeast.com to get notified. The first people that get notified will get entered to win studio monitors, free, a bunch of free stuff. It's amazing. Just go read it and it tells you everything you need to know. But yeah, thank you for the support. Whoever's listening to this is a real one. And that's it. Until the next one. Peace out.